1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul the Shrink, who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. We're having fun, as always, here at the Live On Purpose Studios. I have a great guest with me today, and I'm anticipating a wonderful conversation. I'd like to introduce you to Mr. James Cordova. Say hello, James.
2: Uh, hello, Dr. Paul.
1: <laughs> good to have you with me here today.
2: Uh, it's good to be here.
1: I had a great conversation with James what, about a week ago, yeah, I think? it's one week. When we were introduced by a friend of mine, and I'm going to come back to that because that's that's relevant to our conversation today. Yep. Uh, James is an elite presidential director in a company called Vaisalus Sciences. He's doing some fun things with that that we'll give him a chance to talk about a little bit later on. But one of the things that impressed me about you, James, is that you understand a principle that has really been a foundation of... Of my thinking, and of a lot of successful people that I know, and it it has to do with how we work and play together. <laughs> Is that a good enough introduction? Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> now, I said that a friend of mine introduced me to you, and uh, this friend said, you know, you really ought to have a conversation with James. And I said, well, why? And he said... Probably lots of reasons, but I just think you need to have a conversation. I'll, I'll see if I can make that happen. And so he made that introduction. Thank you, Sean. Shout out to Sean. Yay, Sean. Um, and as we got together, we didn't know why we were getting together. We probably still don't know why we're getting together. Uh, but we had a conversation and we uh, we started an interaction and an association and a relationship just a week ago that could create all kinds of wonderful things. And already has in a lot of ways. So it got me thinking about this, this whole process of what it means to create relationships, to, to network and interact with other people. And I know you've got some thoughts about that. So I'm just going to throw the ball your direction. And <laughs> just kind of spout off whatever's coming to the top of your, top of your mind about this concept of, of networking and connecting with people.
2: You know, uh, networking is something I've done all my life and didn't even realize I was doing it. Uh, I didn't really apply it to any type of, of business setting. Um, basically, I would, I would meet people. There were some people that I was drawn to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how else to describe that than just, you know, sometimes you're in a crowded, whether it's in the mall or whether you're standing in line at a bank or, or who knows, at your local grocery store. And you just feel this feeling inside that maybe you know somebody or you should go talk to somebody. And, and most people, and even at points in my life, I wouldn't act upon that, that inspiration. And now, if I'm in any situation, if I feel inspired or somebody says, man, I have a friend that you need to meet, uh, I'm not so concerned about what the reason is why we need to meet. It's just a matter of just sort of going with the universe and and allowing that that networking opportunity to take place. I have met some amazing uh, individuals that I consider dear friends and have actually used that networking not so much for my benefit and and that should be the focus that that I won't don't want you to think about, oh, I'm meeting these people for me. It's just more about I'm meeting these individuals. And when you meet enough individuals or sometimes just a few, you're connecting them with other people and they're creating the value. All you've done is created that connection. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just been uh, phenomenal for me.
1: So I've, I've noticed something lately, James, and in my line of work as a clinical psychologist, I work a lot with people who who are feeling a need for some type of improvement in their life, whether it's their relationships or their business or just where they are emotionally or mentally. Mm -hmm. And so, so I spend a lot of my time helping them to work through these kinds of issues and problems. And I've noticed that a lot of times when we start to feel discouraged, we tend to withdraw, Mm. you know, kind of go into the hole or the cave or whatever you want to call it. And, actually isolate ourselves from other people. And I'm thinking this is exactly the opposite of what's going to help us the most. Right. You
2: know, I have, uh, I've seen recently in, in the economy, you know, people struggling, uh, for what, for whatever reason, I mean, the, the news can be so discouraging and I find individuals just pulling themselves back into this cave and, and they get into this negative cycle And they withdraw themselves from family, from friends, from people that even if they would take a moment to have a conversation would lift their energy. And uh, it's very discouraging right now to see even, you know, family members that I care about, that I love, or dear friends that I'm trying to reach out to and that haven't even returned a call in months. I know they're in a a bad mental place. And uh, it's a matter of trying to reconnect and just share some energy. I mean, even with this conversation we're having right now, It's amazing how this room, as it builds, it's almost like a floating sensation. And we can give people the opportunity to take control of of their direction. And when I say we, I I don't mean me. I don't mean you specifically. It's just uh, the human race in whole, you know, and I'm not trying to go too far out there. uh, But we have the ability to make an impact on individuals in ways that we don't even know. We're walking down the street and we smile at someone. We can totally make that person's day, and it's not our—it's not our philosophy to try and figure out who or what or what way we should do anything. It's just allow allow us to be who we are, and allow ourselves to make an impact on others. And uh, I just—I I enjoy that aspect of my life. I enjoy making mm-hmm. an impact in whatever way people will allow me.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, you just reminded me of a conversation I had not too long ago on this show with uh Sittima Nali. And uh, some of you listeners are familiar with Satema, what a great person who's doing a lot of good and raising the energy of people. And I remember as I was talking to Satema, uh, I shared with him an experience that I had just uh, a few weeks ago when I heard a talk, and this was in a religious setting, and the speaker was giving a talk on the topic of thou shalt not kill. This is one of the Mm -hmm. Ten Commandments. But how often do you hear a talk about that in church? Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) How many of your friends and neighbors are struggling with this particular commandment? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was kind of chuckling about that. But he, he developed it beautifully into a discussion about, well, what's at the opposite end of that? You know, because it's not just about going through life, trying not to do all the bad stuff. If you change your energy and you focus on all of the positive stuff and all of the good things that you could do, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of killing is giving life. Hmm. And what if you intentionally went through your life trying to give life to everyone that you see, raise Hmm. their energy, smile at them. I had a client just yesterday. We were talking about this and how she can improve her own life by smiling at other people. And so I hope she's having a fun time with that, that little experiment. What are your thoughts about that, James?
2: You know, it's, <clears throat> I grew up with the philosophy, it's the little things are the most important. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me here, uh, mm-hmm. I have found that sometimes just a smile, you know, I don't want to just focus on that or even a hug. Yeah, uh, you know, our our society has come to a situation where everything is is online now. You know, I, I can get anything I want from my computer I don't have to interact. And it's just unfortunate Mm -hmm. that people don't have that opportunity to really interact and to play a role in growing personally or sharing their lives, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Does Mm -hmm. that sort of fit in a little bit?
1: You know, the personal interaction is really what's going to lift people out of this stuckness that they feel. Mm Mm-hmm and if you'll think for just a minute about what it is that's going to solve the problem whatever the problem is in your mind right what is the is the problem the economy well who is the economy <laughs> and when are you going to start interacting with everyone else who makes up that economy
2: yeah when when this whole economy thing started i i made a little quote and i'm sure other people have said this but i'll take credit for it um <laughs> is that <laughs> i was not going to participate in the recession I made a mental choice at that point that no matter what the what whatever was ahead of us, uh, I was not going to let that hold me back from where I was going. Uh, There are no limits, and the only limits each person truly has is the limits that they put upon themselves. And where we decide to go in our life is truly up to us. And another thing that ties into that briefly is I've seen so many people that want everybody wants and wants whether it's a nicer house, a car, just more material things. Mm -hmm. But what really holds people back from wanting is really them believing that they deserve it. And if Mm -hmm. people, if they believe enough in themselves and and they know that they deserve it, then really it gets into more of the the no-limit aspect of things.
1: This concept of deserving is interesting because that's different from entitlement. Mm -hmm. Very different. Mm -hmm. Because deserving implies that you have provided something in exchange for what it is that you want. right? And the only way that economy works <laughs> is through people providing value, valued services, valued products, providing value to other people. Mm-hmm. And then there's an exchange for that. Right. So the more you can I- interact with and lift and, and bless and give life to other people, Mm-hmm the better off you're going to be. Now, this isn't just an economic or a financial principle, although there's a clear correlation there. Because the true wealth, and you were saying this just before the show today, James, that the true wealth in networking with people comes in so many ways. Correct. And there may not be any monetary exchange at all, but what happens to your energy level? What happens to your emotion? What happens to your opportunities or...
2: Yeah, I've found that, you know, again, it comes back to meeting individuals that may not impact me directly, but being able to tie them into another resource that I have. And and when I talk about resources, you know, in this day, you know, everybody's thinking economics, they're thinking the dollar bill, you know, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. But a true resource is an individual where we can get together and maybe even a knowledge concept where I can have a conversation. And and when we met last week, it was very uplifting. And my mind has just Mm -hmm. been spinning with new ideas that had I not met you, uh, I don't think my my life would have allowed me to go down this path right now. And that's the Mm -hmm. exciting part about connecting with people and growing.
1: It just opens up those possibilities. Mm -hmm. And I see so many people who hold back from that because they don't see the clear outcome that they personally want Mm -hmm. coming from this conversation. Right. Well, have it anyway, <laughs> yeah, have it anyway. I can't tell you how many people just this last week have made a meaningful impact in my life and the and it came from something that was completely unrelated, hmm. completely unrelated and conversations and networking we're all in this together, and I think the sooner we realize that and start start playing as a team right uh the more we're going to to save our own situation but the more we're gonna just fix every problem that's out there yeah this could literally change the world james
2: exactly that's the whole idea we are
1: on to something today (laughs) awesome we will be right back If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single day intensive speed reading workshop that will at
3: least double your reading speed guaranteed.
2: This belief started to grow
3: inside of me that I thought, oh, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. and. Uh, Ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally
1: invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events, or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. So I I realized something during the break as we were chatting, James. We're having this conversation, you know, just you and me here in the studio. But I want to acknowledge you, the one who's wearing the headphones right now and listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you for going out and getting this episode. I personally appreciate you personally Mm -hmm. for doing that. Thank you. And for sharing it with your friends the conversation that we're having here today, James, is being shared with the listeners who have chosen to go out and grab this particular episode. Right. And so as we have this conversation, you as the listener are part of this conversation. And I want you to know that the reason we're having this conversation is to, to in some way, improve or lift you in your life, whether that ever benefits me or James at all. <laughs> If we can accomplish that, then that's why we're here at Live On Purpose Radio.
2: You know, if I could add one thing to that, Dr. Paul, is uh, those that are listening to this right now, there's a reason, and uh, there's something that that you will pull out of this conversation today, and it's really up to you as the listener to take that opportunity and apply it in your life in whatever way, and it's not just just us. Think of the start of, uh, look around where you are right now. And, uh, maybe there's a billboard, maybe there's a sign, you know, it's not sometimes that blatant or there, there's an individual that you feel you need to go, go and talk to and just, just react on that, react on, on the good feeling and really what you need to do and the impact you need to make, because we mm-hmm. all have that ability, but for whatever reason we get afraid sometimes we, we get into the concept of, of who am I? And really it should be, who are you not to be making an impact?
1: Oh, yeah. It reminds me of Marianne Williamson and that wonderful quote.
2: Yeah, I love that. That is that is my favorite. We may share favorite.
1: that a little bit later. I've got it written down here somewhere. Yeah. But here's um along what you just said, James, I I really believe that people in general have a very sensitive side where they are they have impressions or or ideas whatever you want to call it, promptings, whatever it is for you personally. Mm-hmm. And usually that initial impression or that kind of gut response to a situation is correct.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then for whatever reasons, a lot of times we allow ourselves to to rationalize, to rationalize our way out of it or give ourselves excuses or back doors, and we end up not doing that thing that we were initially prompted to do. Mm-hmm. Through a thought or an impression of some kind, so and it might be out in the grocery store, and you see a mom kind of struggling with a couple of kids, and something falls from the cart, and you think, "Well, I should pick that up for her." You're right. And then you hesitate, just long enough for her to pick it up, or for one of her, or for her to tell one of her kids to pick it up, or whatever it is. You know, right. you see where I'm going oh, with yeah, that. yeah, definitely. And you miss an opportunity. Yep an opportunity to connect with someone else and it's this networking that and am I going too far out on a branch here James if I say it's connecting with those people those very people that it's going to solve your problem
2: right no not not at all i mean i would i'll reflect on a situation that happened to me a little over a year ago and i know we're in utah and uh, we're sort of the uh, the network marketing capital of the of the world, the Mecca. I've heard
1: that. (laughs) In fact, you know what? My last three guests have been fairly heavily involved in network marketing. Interesting. I'm thinking, you know, there's something about that. Yeah. Not the marketing necessarily, but the networking. Exactly. These are the people who are out there leading and inspiring because they're willing to talk to each other. Yeah. And to connect. Anyway, yeah. finish your
2: story. Well, what had happened is uh, through different investments, I had a friend that had asked me to um, go in and meet with a couple people for him. And uh, I met these individuals, blown away. I end up meeting the CEO of Vaisala Sciences uh, within that next week. And because of my interaction with Ryan Blair, uh, my life has changed in ways that, that I can't even describe. Seeing a man that uh, I consider to be a very strong mentor... And just his life and his trials that he went through to bring him to where he's at has been an inspiration to me. And uh, that that's the part that I love is because of one connection with one individual. I met somebody else, and the last year of my life has been phenomenal because of of one man that inspired me enough to realize that, okay, there is more to network marketing, and what the more part is is it's networking. And, and being tied into the individuals that you have respect for, that you can learn from, that you can grow from. And because of that journey, for whatever reason, is in a way how we got connected last week. And, and that's mm-hmm. the part that I'm excited about, just the journey you and I will take. And I know I'm, I'm sort of jumping around a little bit, but what, what I truly am passionate about, what I love, is the fact of the impact that you and I will make together. Maybe our whole impact is today's, today's podcast. And, and there'll be certain individuals that because of you and I conversing, they will feel the inspiration that they've needed. Just that little grain of sand that they needed on their shoulder to mm-hmm. help push them forward to a life that they've been waiting for, that they've been passionate about, that they're wanting to embrace. And, and that's the part, not figuring out the end result, just being and allowing life to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And stop stopping yourself. Yes.
2: I hate that. I see too many people uh, that just limit themselves to so many things, and it's just unfortunate.
1: That's right. I think one of the things I'm truly passionate about, James, is helping people to get out of their own way mm-hmm. and overcome whatever barriers are there to success. You know, the barriers aren't even real. Right. They're, well, and, and in saying that, they're real barriers, but understand their nature. Their nature is something that you have constructed in your own mind. Mm-hmm. It's not some physical barrier. The, the example I love about this is the elephants that mm-hmm. they restrain at circuses. And if yeah. have you ever seen how they restrain those elephants,
2: I'm not familiar with.
1: There's the... a chain oh, on them. around their leg, right? And this chain this chain is staked to the ground. <laughs> okay, do the math. Huge <laughs> animal, little, little bitty stake. stake. <laughs> <laughs> what gives? Yeah. Right. Well, the stake would give if the elephant would just pull. Right. Uh, as young elephants, of course, they train them. As they restrain these young elephants and stake them to the ground and they can't move. And they learn, they train themselves to believe that they cannot move. And hmm. it's true at that time when they're young. Right. So they give up. This is a concept that Martin Seligman called learned helplessness. Hmm. He's uh, a very famous uh, psychologist, past president of the APA, Um, learned helplessness. You can train your mind to be helpless. And that's what these elephants do. So when they're older, all they have to do is stake them to the ground and they are stuck. In fact, I've heard, I haven't verified this yet, but I've heard that they can train the elephants to pull up the stake with their trunk and move it somewhere else.
2: Interesting.
1: And then they're stuck there.
2: Wow. I, I, you know, I can see that in people's lives where they, uh, learn, you know, learned experiences. I, I didn't have the, the easiest childhood, so to speak, but I had an amazing childhood. I had a tremendous mother. Uh, my father left when I was one and I had a mother that, that played dual roles, uh, played an active part of that. And I had a, an aunt that, that helped me out tremendously as well. And what I have found is they, they helped me realize that, again, there there are no limits. And what I have done in my life is because I believed I could, you know, first generation going to college uh, I was, and, and uh, I worked very hard for my education, and I loved it, but I learned more outside of the classroom. I can even tell you this last year in, in really focusing on networking, getting out and meeting new people and new experiences, I learned more in that experience. Uh, than I could for a majority of my college career, and maybe that was mm. was too much playing or whatnot. But but I've been focused on on how do I expand me, and and if I was to really break it down uh, as far as who I am, and and I've had friends that you know this this sort of throws them the wrong way, but when you really find out who you are, uh, if you don't act on that, you're really holding yourself back. And my focus has been awakening individuals to their divine uh, potential. Now, it's not just me doing that, but it's just allowing energy or life forces or universe, however you want to look at that. But I I, I can't help but feel that there is a reason why we're all here. And once we figure out what our reason is, just continue to act upon that, continue to help other people. And it doesn't have to be economically. It doesn't have to be with giving tremendous amounts of our time. And it can come back as something as simple as a smile, as a handshake, as a hug, as telling somebody how you really feel. You know, if I, if I have a great waiter or waitress that comes up and takes care of me, I'm like, man, you are, are awesome. Thank you. Thank you for taking care of little things. Or if I meet a successful individual, whether it's a CEO or an owner or something like that, I'm going to tell them the same thing. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for making an impact of my life because you have changed the course of where I'm going. And I appreciate you for doing that.
1: That gratitude is probably one of the choicest social gifts that we can give to another person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes I think we get too distracted by the whole money thing because the waitress, for example, Mm -hmm. is also going to appreciate a tip. Yeah. And you're going to do that, of course, because you want her to stay in business and keep doing what she's doing. Sometimes
2: a little bit more if they did really good. (laughs) Sure.
1: Yeah. Based on performance. (laughs) Right. But that appreciation and the tip is really only a symbol of the appreciation, but don't forget that direct interaction, mm-hmm. that face-to-face thank you, that smile, that, that touch mm-hmm. that, that communicates so much to another human being. Right. And the wealth that we experience in this life is going to be directly related to the type of relationships that we can form. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm talking about economics as well as just your general wealth of life experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I, I have been blessed by the people I have met and I can't even, you know, I, I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but my interaction with you, Dr. Paul, last week has put my mind into another realm because I'm trying to find people that can truly benefit from what you do. I mean, you mm-hmm. have that ability, you have a skill that you have developed that can go out and help people realize their full potential. They may want it, they may know it's within themselves, but it's like it's not it's you guiding them down that path to find everything that's already within themselves mm-hmm. and just filling that energy from you last week is, is putting it so what I did is at the beginning of after we had met is I put it out there. And that's the easiest way. I'm like, I just put it out there that I am looking for individuals that will benefit from a discussion with Dr. Paul Now, does Mm -hmm. that happen right away in one week or maybe it takes six months? The timeline is not important. Yeah, that's not as relevant. It's just going out there and saying, this is what I'm looking for because I know people that can help, Mm -hmm. be helped from you.
1: Well, and thank you so much. (laughs) This conversation is a result of that very kind of thinking because our thought was, how can we share this energy with somebody else? So you're getting it right now. We'll be right back.
3: This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Imagine going for a walk and seeing a cute house on the side of the road. You pull out your camera to take a picture. When you get home and look at the picture, you realize that the house remarkably resembles the letter A. You decide to start taking pictures of other objects in nature and your surroundings that resemble other letters. Then you decide to line those pictures up and start spelling things. You spell your last name with a picture of a house, a fence, and a few other odd things you found. The collage looks fascinating, so you decide to frame it. Then people start asking you to do the same for them. If this is you, your names might be Jarrah and Brad Deal from Illinois. Jarrah and Brad's custom keepsakes can be specially ordered to match any word you like. The idea came to them while trying to inspire their 15-month-old girl to learn her letters. They launched createsticksandstones.com, which is now taking orders for interestingly framed photo letters all around the world. So how much is this idea worth so far? How about $10.5 million in annual sales and an endorsement from Oprah Winfrey with a few minutes in front of her live audience? Congratulations to Jarrah and Brad Deal for spelling out a great idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea
0: not you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment.
3: Great leaders are almost always great simplifiers who can cut through argument, debate, and doubt to offer a solution everybody can understand. General Colin Powell.
2: Just thinking about James what Facebook ah uh, <laughs> Facebook I mean, this I, is amazing it's an incredible you know what I wasn't even on Facebook till about four months ago mm-hmm and i have a I have a crazy story about Facebook if you want to hear it oh please okay so this is this is what had happened i i a bunch of neighbors you know uh in our neighborhood they're like facebook Facebook I heard people using it for networking mm-hmm. so I get on Facebook and uh one of the things I did is I went to look I actually have uh two brothers from my dad's second marriage mm-hmm. and uh I hadn't seen them in over thirty three years wow i I knew they were out there, and uh I put uh their names in and uh I actually found them on Facebook, both of them one lived in Sandy, the other one was in New York at the time mm-hmm. and uh found them had a conversation that like the first time we met, and the next day we met and had a great it's like we never missed a beat mm-hmm. uh, it was almost i mean i'm I'm going through the quick synopsis of it mm-hmm. but but meeting them online after thirty three years the younger brother uh I had never met in my life. I had seen a picture of him, but had never met. So it's almost like an Oprah-type show that should have gone down. Brothers reunite after 33 years, found each other on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it has been not only a personal thing, uh, what it has brought into my life with with friends, but the family part, there is no way I could even put a price tag on what Facebook has brought me uh, in the last little while.
1: I think that there's a lot of stories out there about We could do a whole podcast. series about the Facebook stories. And I know I've heard some people say, well, Facebook ruined my marriage, you know. And <laughs> I, I think there's those stories out there too. But it's just like a power tool. Yeah. You know, people are cutting their fingers off with saws. Good, but good
2: with the bad. And you can choose to focus on good or the bad. And I will always highlight the, the positive aspect. Yes,
1: absolutely. This, you know, the thing, the reason I think Facebook is so powerful is because of exactly what we're talking about here. The value that people experience in having a a human connection. Right. And through Facebook, you know, it's it's one degree separated by the computer. But Mm -hmm. like you pointed out, it's just a tool Mm -hmm. to facilitate true relationships between people. Right. And I've got a couple of fun stories about that, too. But I'm thinking the power of Facebook is in the tool that it gives, the resource that it gives to people to to become and remain connected
2: yeah, to each other. Oh, well, I mean, I look at even even elementary kids that I have so many men, memories with, you mm-hmm. know, and we moved away. I grew up in Idaho as a kid. and I had a, a dear friend of mine, and we did everything together. I mean, when we grew up, he, we were going to have the, the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am and Semis, and we were going to yeah, do oh that yeah. whole thing, you know. We were mm-hmm. building tunnels from his house to my house. And, and those are just a few of the numerous memories that I have. But because of Facebook, again, I found him and we've gotten together and, and rekindled our friendship. But even mm-hmm. in, a, in a business setting, um, the people that I have found that have similar interests as me that are looking mm-hmm. to make similar impacts and, and the blogging technology, um, again, the good and the bad. The good would be the connections we can make, the interactions we can make. Uh, the bad is, mm-hmm. you know, there, there'll always be that human element we need to maintain. We mm-hmm. need the personal interaction yeah it's not a replacement nope
1: it's not a replacement it's a tool mm-hmm. it's a tool to facilitate what's real, and the real thing is the connection that people have with each other right that's where the energy is that's where where we can truly lift each other, yeah and I love that. forget, just forget about whatever agenda you have. <laughs> And by that, I mean, you know, some people say, well, some people are just using Facebook to do their business. Well, I use Facebook for my business. What's my business? People. Lifting and inspiring people. (laughs) Yeah. Darn right I'm going to use it. Yeah. But that's, you know, forget about whatever agenda it is. Just understand that the human connection is what's going to solve your problem. And if it's not that person that you're talking to, that person probably knows someone who has a solution to your problem. And it may be two or three degrees removed from where you are, but unless you're making those connections with people, you're not going to get hooked up with the people who have your solutions. And the people who are looking for your, so- for the solution that you have <laughs> aren't going to get it because you're being a hermit.
2: You know, I, I love that part is, is forget the agenda. Um, because people, Mm -hmm. we, we try to predetermine so many things. Oh, should I interact? Or if I talk to this person or, you know, let's say I go up and I, I talk with someone that's attractive. They're like, oh, you know, yeah, he's probably just talking to me for whatever reason. It's like, no, there, there's something bigger. There is always Mm -hmm. something bigger than just us. And if we try and, and clue in on, oh, James, he's in network marketing. I I can't even talk to him because if if he talks to me, he's going to try and trick me into joining his program. It's like, No. I cannot meet enough good people in my life. I cannot surround myself with enough positive people. And if mm-hmm. people do happen to like what I'm doing, great. But if they don't, uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I want them to find what they're passionate about and what brings them joy. And I may it may not be my industry or specifically what I do with Visalis, but it could be with somebody that I know, or it could be a friend that I know in the same industry mm-hmm. where they could benefit from their product or their situation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, oh, wow, well, yeah, fun stuff. You know what? I was thinking about why people get stuck, too. And I think a lot of times they hold back partially because they really don't believe that what they do is going to make a difference or that there is some kind of a solution for them. Right. They're They're, they're probably focusing on past, and I'm going to use this word very loosely, failures. Uh, because I define failure a little differently than some folks. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just an experience. Right. And one uh, that's valuable and you can learn from. But they get stuck because they just don't believe, and then they lose hope. Okay. And it's like, ah, they get discouraged, and and they, they kind of become paralyzed. Now, you were talking to me the other day about this continuum. I don't know if it's a continuum or not, mm-hmm. but believing and hoping...
2: Yeah, what uh, what I see there is there's a lot of people that that use the word hope, and and those that do, I I don't want this to come across in in any kind of negative way. Hope is a good thing, but hope is almost a little bit of that that desperation. I, I hope it will happen, and mm-hmm. and then the next part gets into the the believing. Okay, and, and this is a lot of things that are taught. You know, self help. If you believe it, you'll be able to make it uh, again. But again, even believe to me sounds slightly desperate. And really what the concept I've come to, to really grasp on is, is knowing. Because if I feel inspired, if I feel that this is right, I know what will be the outcome. And, and I don't know it exactly, but it's just not, it's not hoping. It's not just believing. It's like, I know I will be happy. I know I will be successful because if I hope it, uh, you know, I hope I can't. And that's just sort of my way of thinking. If I believe enough or, you know, I, I put enough belief into it, it may happen. But then when it just comes down to the end, it's just, I know, I know without a doubt, I will be successful. I know without a doubt that I will meet the individuals that I want to meet to be able to assist them. The other part of knowing that I tie into it is it's not just, it's knowing, it's how can I help other people? If I focus enough on other people, I know that I'll be able to, to feel the joy I want. And I don't help other people, you know, that whole reverse thing. Oh, I'm going to help you because I know if I help you, I'm going to help myself out. Mm-hmm. It's not that. You focus enough on other people, it will come back and hit you in a very positive way. I know I will make an impact in this world. I knew as a young kid that I would go out, I would inspire, I would help, I would assist people. And there's that that other side, you can look at it as the dark force or whatever, that tries mm-hmm. to hold me back from my journey. I know there are tons of people out there right now that that there is everything and the dog being thrown at them to push them down, to hold them down. And if anything, you need to realize that, okay, because of all of this, I know I have something great to do, meaning the individuals out there, because mm-hmm. the, these forces that try and hold you back are holding you back from your greatness, that are holding you back from making an impact in ways that that we can't even describe. You just know it within yourself. And and I know that if everybody could just focus more on the positive, okay, think of the, the, the stay at home mom or stay at home dad, whatever, both. And and they're sitting at home all day worrying about, okay, how am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I, you know, even going to put food on the table? And they're worrying about all these things which just absorb this negative feeling. But if they could focus a little bit on if we could go anywhere in the world right now, where would we go? Where is our dream vacation? And spend some of that negative energy just thinking about the positive and start shifting within themselves the potential or the idea or the opportunity And then the one last thing I wanted to highlight real quick is when you talked about failures. uh, I've always looked at a failure as an opportunity. It is a chance for me to grow. It's not a negative thing. How I deal with that failure will determine the outcome. Did I really learn from that? Was I able to grow? And we've all had our trials in our lives. Everybody has had experiences, and it's up to us. Do we grow from that? And this economy is going to grow tremendous leaders uh, in ways that I don't even know how to describe.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And the history books eventually will illustrate all of that for our kids and mm-hmm. how, how <laughs> this time was such a key time yep. in our history and look at all of these
2: heroes that were created.
1: Yep. And this is true of, of past eras too. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're not we're not new to this. Right. Well even look at the names like Ford and you know, I can't even think of the whole list of Disney. all these names that yeah, that people know when did they come about? Mm-hmm. Back in the Great Depression. And so if anybody needs just a little bit of light, whether that's a flashlight or a full blown lighthouse right now, it's just like this is your time to find what works for you and to go out and make an impact in your way. Not my way, not Dr. Paul's way, but your way and and find the people that will take you to where you want to go or that will assist you or give you a shoulder to hold on to or a hand Mm -hmm. or whatever you need.
1: You know what? You're going to spend the time. No matter what.
2: Yeah. Every
1: single minute (laughs) of every single day you're going to (laughs) spend. And 10 years from today, you're going to be somewhere for sure. Right. So it's like you were saying, you know, what are you, how are you going to spend that time today? Mm -hmm. And if you really want to spend it worrying and fussing about all of the negative stuff and focusing on things you don't want, that's fine. (laughs) That's legitimate. You can do that. I feel a little bad because I want you to be happy. And I know that's not going to accomplish it. But what if you could do like James was just suggesting? Shift that focus. If you're going to spend the time anyway, why not spend it focusing on something that you want? Creating an image in your mind of what's possible. Getting to a point where you can know it. Yep. Like you're saying, you're not just hoping. Not that kind of takes believing. it out of your hands. Yeah,
2: know, know that know that your life is in your control, mm-hmm. and and for whatever's going on right now, it's just holding people back. And I just I wish I could give people just an ounce of my my knowing to mm-hmm. take them to where they really want to be. Well, I think you've given them an
3: ounce.
1: <laughs> We're going for a pound in the yeah. next section. Okay, right we'll be right back.
2: <laughs>
0: This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of the Dog Poop Initiative. This best smelling book could change your life. Forever, it certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States, and in Israel, and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose.
3: Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the Parental Power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use
2: Parental Power as kind of like a reference book, so as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. I like the variety of of topics, the variety of age groups that are
3: addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day.
1: Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose. Some nice vigorous music to get us into our last segment today Giddy up. and there is some energy in this room today live on purpose radio is cooking <laughs> on fire and we're having some fun you know as we were <laughs> chatting during the break james i was i was thinking about how much i love this show mm-hmm. and and i do listen i subscribe to live on purpose radio <laughs> <laughs> I usually listen with a bit of a critical ear and how can we improve this show and things like that. But it reminds me of these fantastic conversations that I've had with some of the world's most inspiring people. And it's just awesome. And who knows who it's touching? I hope that it's making a difference in your life as you're listening to this show. Uh, But you know what? It's just fun for me to think about all of those wonderful people who have touched and inspired my life.
2: Well, what a blessing it is for you i mean even to have that direct interaction with those individuals that you've met and just the learning opportunity you've had but now mm-hmm. the the archive that a, that a that a podcast can be for people to go back and catch those those segments that they may have missed before and, right. and just, it, it's just it's a wonderful thing, and my eyes have been open. Uh, obviously, today is my first podcast, and, and I right. uh, started off a little slow, but but near the end here, I, I feel a little more comfortable, and uh, mm-hmm. I just I, I love sharing my thoughts, and I just hope that those of you that need to hear what's being shared today are really hearing it with an open heart, and as long mm-hmm. as you hear it, uh, it's meant for you. I want to go back to something you said
1: earlier, too, James, and that had to do with what thoughts what feelings what impressions are you having as you're listening to this show today and whatever it is is just right for you so so pay attention to that now let's just assume for a minute that you're here listening to me and James and we're just you know we're just having fun just shooting a breeze we're just shooting a breeze we got other stuff to do today but <laughs> this is probably going to be the highlight definitely
2: I mean, definitely
1: i don't know i'm going to go out there and try to improve on it but that's going to be tough <laughs> but anyway As you're listening to this conversation that James and I are having here today, you might be impressed to think, oh, you know what? Susan could really benefit from hearing this. Okay? Whoever Susan is, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's a friend, maybe someone came to mind that you don't necessarily want to refer them to this podcast, but you thought, you know what? I really should contact them. Do it.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Please get out of your own way and do it. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to create for you, but I know that if you were impressed to do it, there's some reason for that. Do it and stop getting in your own way and stop arguing your way out of it and rationalizing all of this garbage that we come up with in our social environment that says, well, I shouldn't do that. They don't want to be bothered. Oh, rationalization. Go for it.
2: Rationalization has talked my way out of, of, I'm sure, important uh, opportunities. And, and, and it's just unfortunate. Even, even look when you felt inspired to, to do something and you didn't, there's that what if, well, you can't focus on the what if part, but the point is, is today going forward, you feel inspired, react, Mm -hmm. take control,
1: do it, start (laughs) living life on purpose and get out of your own way. So if nothing else, if, if there's just, just you, if you're the only one that ever downloaded this podcast you who are listening right now if you're the only one who ever downloaded this and you were inspired to do something and you did it then it was worth it it was worth our conversation here today
2: well i know the the conversation if it was just you and i today dr paula it was worth it for me and and the thing mm-hmm. that that i hate to repeat myself you know when when my mom repeats herself it annoys me but when i do it it's okay mm-hmm. uh, it's just a matter of coming back to feeling feeling comfortable and just knowing that That there's a reason, and if we can Mm -hmm. just open our eyes, open our heart, open our energy to fill it, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be well on our way.
1: So, throw away those agendas, whatever it was you thought you were going out there to do. And I'm not saying don't have goals, I think that that's Mm -hmm. a different conversation. But what I mean is, if you're not doing something that you're impressed to do because you can't see how that makes you money for example or how that builds your business or how that accomplishes some other agenda item that you have do it anyway just just understand that that the thoughts and impressions you're having are yours for a reason there's a reason why you have them and I don't uh so follow through on those i just want to hold you accountable for that and so i don't know maybe i better get off my soapbox
2: I think it was a good soapbox to be on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're
1: having fun. Well, we've talked about a number of things here. Just to kind of recap, prosperity comes through relationships. Mm. That's really, I think, the focus of our conversation here today. I'm thinking of uh, this concept that we're all in this together. You're not a special case. It's not that the world is moving on without you and somehow you're you're missing the boat we're all in this together it's all part of the same same grand game that we're playing
2: yeah if I was to to sum it up I would think of uh, something along the lines of success through networking Uh, in Utah I caution you don't think of networking as network marketing Uh, think of it as just success through networking the people you meet will either give you the knowledge you need to move forward whether they recommend a book for you to read whether they recommend somebody for you to talk to, and then as you talk and you start building your network of individuals, you will find that, that you will have all the pieces in front of you to put together, whether it's a personal business plan, whether mm-hmm. it's just a mentor that you need in a specific area. A mentor, even if what your goal is is you want to be a great cook. You, know, mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. find that. The other part of all of this is putting it out there. And what I mean by putting it out there is if you really want something, you have to see yourself there. Again, mm-hmm. I can spend all my energy thinking about something negative, or I can put my energy out there that there's somebody specific I want to meet or a specific experience that I want to have. But I have control of where my life goes. And if I don't put mm-hmm. it out there in a positive way, because it works the other way. If You're always going to think the negative side. Guess what you're going to pull into your life? Mm-hmm. All the negative.
1: You know, there's a lot of conversation about that, and I've heard some people say, oh, I don't believe that you can actually attract things into your life, you know, and the secret and all of that <laughs> that came out a couple of years ago. Y- you know what, folks? Just, just think about this for a minute. You will not arrive anywhere before you see yourself there. <laughs> it's always the other, the other way. You will see yourself there before you arrive. Sometimes it's just before you arrive. But what if you take care of that step now? Hmm. First, work on that now. <laughs> get that part out of the way. And as soon as you see yourself there, other things will start to occur to you that you can do to get there. Hmm. So I've got this stick in my office that I carved. I put a little picture of it on my blog. <laughs> and it's a chain and there's a cage with some balls inside of it and stuff, you know, and it's kind of kind of fun. And I just whittled it out of a stick with my pocket knife. And it didn't just appear that way. I had to see it in my mind first. Hmm. And then I gradually took steps and carved this off and shaved that piece and cut this until it looked the way it does now, which matches the picture that was in my mind. Does that wow. make sense? Oh,
2: yeah. That, see, that's amazing.
1: I, gotta see it first. And then you cut off everything that doesn't look like that. <laughs> What what if we use that analogy? Oh yeah. Okay, so here you are stuck. Where do you want to be? And what if you started cutting everything out of your life that doesn't look like that?
2: Hmm. I I you know what that that's how I've lived my life. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. I've had points where my life has been low, where I've had the challenges, and I've allowed those challenges to consume me. But what I decided um, over a year ago as I started reading a few key books, as I started interacting with people that had success, it, it's very simple. Surround yourself with people that you want to be like. And, and mm-hmm. what I'm sharing here should not be new to a lot of people. If it is new, grab, grab onto it and run with it. But surround yourself by people that you would like to be like, that you admire, that you respect, that have integrity. And mm-hmm. then the next part of that is is read some books. Um, you know, it doesn't take a, you don't have to go out and buy a book, go get a library card, go to the bookstore, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, start reading some key books that people of influence are telling you to read. And then also ask questions. Just what really right now, the best way I can put it is if you are listening to this podcast right now, just take a moment and in your mind, think, what do I want? No limits. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't think, oh, I can't do that. Or how am I going to No. Just what do you want? Because if you know what you want, you can go out and achieve it. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be laid out and people are just going to drive up with a, with a car full of cash? No. But if you know what you want, you see yourself there. Whether you see yourself on a beach somewhere, whether you see yourself with just spending time with your family, whatever that may be, see yourself. And when you know what you want, nothing can stop you. If there is a big enough reason why, if mm-hmm. I want more time with my family, that's why I do what I do now. My 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 wife and I, um, you know, with different investments, we had a lot of free time. Uh, I call it uh, my uh, se- um, sort of a cartoon and cereal phase. I went on an eight-month semi-retirement <laughs> yeah. thing. Where you got up and watched cartoons. Every morning kids. with my girls, and it was cereal. But what my wife and I realized is we hadn't helped anybody else. And my reason why became I want to give other people the same opportunity. But I can't just give it to them. Things that are given people don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. If something is free, they don't put the value in that. So find out what you want. Find out why you want it. And then don't let anybody hold you back. And find those mentors that support you, that give you that drive. Uh, you know and, and again i i i 'm not paid to say this, but Dr. Mm-hmm. Paul is somebody that can help individuals come back and really find that light again and move forward in the direction that they choose to go with with his assistance mm-hmm. so oh thank you james you've said those things so well. And I, I just
1: appreciate your being here. We've got about a minute left, and I want to make sure that we give people a way to get connected with you and find out what it is you're doing. You mentioned Vicalis, This is a company that you've been involved with that has created a phenomenal opportunity for you and for a lot of people that you care about. Yeah. Uh, um, how can they
2: get connected with well, you and Well, uh, way to get connected with me is I, I have my uh, email, which is mm-hmm. james, J-A-M-E-S, at utahvisalis, U-T-A-H-V-I-S-A-L-U-S, uh, dot com, or you can go to my website at james, J-A-M-E-S dot myvi, M-Y-V-I dot net. And, uh, just real briefly about Visalus, We deal with, uh, weight loss. We deal with energy drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, if I'm going to take time away from my family, there has to be a lot of integrity. We've had people lose significant weight. I mean, we had uh, one of the reasons she lost 10 and a half pounds in one week. And I can't say that that's healthy, but Mm -hmm. it's really the the nutrition side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And and there is the healthy approach. I I probably shouldn't have said it that way because that's not what I really meant. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've had people lose significant weight, feel energy. But if you are interested, let me know. If not, again, um, you know, I'm just here Mm -hmm. to share.
1: Well, and like you said earlier, we... we didn't create this episode to be a pitch for network marketing, right? but for
2: networking. Exactly.
1: And if this is the right opportunity for you with James and Alice, go for that. I've had other guests who have other companies. You know, you're the one who's going to decide what's right for you. But the bottom line is we're not in this alone. We're all in this together. Let's start helping each other and and really live on purpose. James, thank you so
2: much for being here today. Thank you very much, Dr. Paul. It was a true pleasure.
1: Everybody go out there and live on purpose. We'll catch you next time.